0: Mm. Ah, yes, welcome, welcome, welcome to beyond the podcast for lion hearted men. Today is a hugely important discussion this is This is one that inhabits my heart. It's really just I am living in this and really, really chewing on it a lot, and it's the idea of discomfort and the importance and the significance of discomfort. And I believe learning to be uncomfortable is perhaps the most significant muscle to build in our world today. I mean, if you are able to deal with adversity, if you are able to deal with challenges, if you are able to deal with uncertainty, you are really, really going to thrive in the world today. And if you aren't able to do that, you are really going to struggle because it can be any like simple challenges of like not being good at something as you just learn it or failing at something you care about, getting injured as Jordan will talk about, or not getting something that you want or up in the ante with a natural disaster or an illness or significant inconvenient or death. You must learn to face the difficult moments of life. It's in the difficult moments that All significant learning happens. I mean, at the heart of learning, at the heart of moving forward is discomfort, is not knowing. You have to go there. I mean, this is a wild time that we have chosen to be alive, to inhabit our unique human bodies. And in these wonderfully, powerfully, crazy, apocalyptic times, rooted in the thrill of being alive and rooted in the thrill of stepping into and not away from uncomfortable situations is where you find meaning and where you find fulfillment and where you find your aliveness and happiness. My young friend Jordan Zimmerman is back and we dive into our own discomfort. We dive into ideas about discomfort and we share about our ways of training and of getting ourselves ready for this powerful, mysterious, beautiful space and an effort to guide you, to invite you, to inspire you. It's important to know that during this episode, that Jordan and I do discuss our own experiences with suicide and death and just some dark, challenging, beautiful, important places in this episode. So thank you for listening to Beyond Conversations with my friend. Thank you for being here Thank you for listening, and really, I am excited to explore this terrain. Enjoy. And a quick note to just say, I'm still learning all the audio stuff. There's a little bit of distortion, but I promise that it gets better as the episode goes on. So be patient with me. Thank you. Good morning, my friend. Thanks for being here. Yeah, dude. No, nice to be here. Nice to be here. So good. I just I I I, I see you and and uh, feel you and then I just like my heart my heart gets happy and I just appreciate so deeply who you who you be in the world and to be able to spend some time and explore ideas is really it feels to me like a great honor. It's fun. I love the conversations we get into, the places we explore and so um yeah, just just thanks for making time and space. Yeah. No, I I really enjoy doing it. So no, it's good excited to be here man awesome 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 so let's just do a quick little a quick little welcome and drop in which is just to say here we are in the spring of 2022 wild time there's a lot going on in the world there's a lot of war happening in the world i would say externally and internally and it's some of it is very very visible it's in the press it's in our consciousness it's in our awareness and we want to just send love and care to all of those places and all the people and all the beings and the birds and the trees and the earth and the waters and all the souls and spirits that are involved and just send just send so much love and care and awareness of their of, of what's happening and that's the big external ones, and then there's also all the internal ones or the ones that are less conscious, ones that maybe we don't see that aren't so highlighted but are also um, equally I would say as egregious, and so wanting to send love and care and attention and shine light on all of those places where we are, I might say, at war with ourselves or the natural world. And So as we're in the spring, I just think of this place of springing forth all this life, all this stuff is springing forth into the world. You know, That's what happens in the spring, material, leaves and f- smells and colors and flowers and buds and bunnies and birds and all kinds of stuff comes like, it just comes out of the natural world. And so wanting so deeply to honor that. And so like honoring the birth and the springing forth of things. And then also in the same way, honoring death. And that happens of like when there's, you know, seven bunnies, um, not all of them make it. And sometimes, you know, the hawks get, get, to, get to swoop down and feed their young with the little bunny. And so death is just a part of birth and life as life is of death. And so just wanting to honor that cycle and that circle and the incredible things that open up and naming it here we are in the spring headed towards summer and just wanting to honor and welcome that deep comprehensive welcome so good to be here today good to be with you today anything else you feel like you want to offer gratitude towards or welcoming towards on this morning
1: um no i mean yeah like like you said uh beautiful period of transformation the spring is um yeah in a lot of ways but no i i'm I'm ready to get into it.
0: But. Yeah, that transformation, and it feels like there's a lot of transformation happening in the season, and then in, in in the spirit of life as well, that here we are in this incredible time to be alive, of uh, lots of dynamic things going on. <clears throat> so the place I was thinking of starting today, Jordan, was, this, was a place of, of um, I have been really intrigued by discomfort this week, and, and maybe reminded, I should say, of how significant being able to, to, to sit in discomfort and be with the hard moments, with the beautiful moments, the uncomfortable moments, the unknown moments of life, and being able to kind of take those. And, um, it's tempting to want to numb in those places. You know, when we get uncomfortable, it's tempting to want to, you know, like scurry away and, you know, go find whatever, it, you know, the addiction du jour, or whatever it is that, that our particular way of, uh, you know, numbing or avoiding, or, you know, we each have our own little dance of that. And so, um, that's tempting. Um, but it's, but, but really that there's a, there's an incredible, incredible power and, and grace and strength of just being able to hang in the uncomfortable moments, to be able to take deep breaths, to feel all the feelings and just sort of stand what I say, stand at the edge of the mystery, stand in the unknown and allow whatever emerges to emerge. Um, so what, so I, so I'm curious about your, your relationship with discomfort.
1: Yeah, no, I think, I think all of that is really spot on. I find, um, at least for myself, as I get older, that the, you grow most in uncomfortable places, you know, like as you step more and more into things that are uncomfortable places that are uncomfortable, uh, the most growth tends to happen there. I find that really to be true. And, and it is, like you said, it's, it's really easy when you get in those spaces to almost like recoil and come back to what is comfortable. You know, it's like, you've heard me say this in our men's group before. Um, it's like the old HP Lovecraft that the the thing that that is most frightening to man is the unknown, you know, to, to humans, the whole point is the unknown. And I think, um, oftentimes like stepping into places, even if it's something that you want to do, or you've told yourself you want to do, you know, you're like, whether it's like, I want to go get healthier. I, I want, want to go to the to, gym. Right? Yeah. I want to go get healthier. Like I want to go to the gym, whatever it is. Um, sorry. I'm, I kind of lost my train of thought there. Uh, I know. I, I threw you off with the I statement. No, no, you're good. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, the point, point being like, those uh, it, it, it tends to be even if it's something that you know you want to do uh it tends to be something that is like if it's uncomfortable people for whatever reason i don't I, 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 no not for whatever reason because it's uncomfortable but they 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 want to bail out of it they you know they just i find for myself at least in those places it's it's so much easier to go back to something that you know that you, like even if it's something that you know isn't good for you, if if you're comfortable with it and you've been doing it for a while, I don't know. It's just it's just easier to go back to those sort of spaces.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, <laughs> I know for myself, and I know for many others that that will that we will return to things that are actually pretty miserable and painful. You know, lifestyles, habits, whatever they might be, that we know aren't working for us, but are known they're comfortable, they're, they're familiar. And so we can get caught in those places of, you know, the, 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 the habit that is not particularly um, productive, but is for sure um, familiar.
1: Yeah. 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 And I, I just think, I think uh, like whatever that uncomfortability is uh, it like, I don't know, just like I said earlier, it, Almost just through the fact that it is uncomfortable for you and you just do it and persevere through it, whether or not even like there are things that I've tried out that I didn't even that ended up not even being like for me. It wasn't even wasn't the thing that changed my life or anything like that. But uh, I think just the sheer fact of stepping into something that is uncomfortable and just completing it and doing the task is good for you. It's almost like it grows that mental resolve. To do something, you know, like one of the literal manifestations of that is like I try and take like cold showers or even I'll I'll go and get in the hot tub in the sauna or the sauna and I get out of it and I just sit under the hose, like under a cold hose and the hose is pretty darn cold, especially like I was doing it last night before bed and it's like 11 p.m. and it's pretty darn cold and I'm just sitting there trying to breathe under the hose because it's cold. But the like... It grows that mental resolve of like, I told myself I wanted to do this. I'm going to see this through, you know, like I'm going to do this, even though it's as I'm sitting there, I'm like, I want to get out from underneath the hose, but it's like, no, I said I was going to do this and I'm not going to be here forever. But like I said, I was going to do this. So I'm going to sit underneath the hose for another 10 seconds, 20 seconds, 30 seconds, whatever it is. And, um, I just think that ability to like that mental resolve of like, I said, I was going to do this. I'm not going to bail you know, like you, like you were saying earlier, it's like, I'm not going to bail and go back to what's comfortable. I'm not going to like go home and sit on the couch and like eat or, you know, and it doesn't have to be that for other people. It's like, could be go home and drink. It could be go home and like play video games. It could be go, like, do whatever it is like, you know, that, but that comfortable place where, you know what the outcomes are and you like, It's easy. Whatever's easy for you, people want to shy away and go back to the easy path. Yeah, Uh, we all, all of us do. I do. You know, I do that also.
0: And I would say yes. And I think there's a place of. um, I notice for myself that I have I I consistently sort of train for the unknown, if you will. Mm -hmm. Like I, you know, I train for the uncomfortable. Like I have, I have, you know, um, I have learned that actually I know, you know, sort of conceptually that being uncomfortable. Is really powerful, and mm-hmm. so I feel like I expand my ability to do it through things like, um, and I and I'm curious how, how you do it, but like one of the things that I that I notice is, um, or that I practice is, you know, in my when I shower, I spend you know at the end of the shower, I turn on the cold water, and, mm-hmm. um, and you know, I I I stand in the cold water and I've been swimming in cold water for a long time. So it sort of started in the place of like, I love going and dipping whenever I'm near a Creek, you know, in the Pacific Northwest, I go and, and um, you know, in the morning, one of my first things is like go and get in the Creek, whatever time of year it is, whether it's the middle of winter, when it's like freezing cold um, or, or if it's the middle of the summer when it's nice and warm and toasty. And, and what I found is, is that, you know, oftentimes it takes me a little time to work up to it. But my practice is that when I'm in, when I'm submerged, whether it's in the shower or in the creek, that I take at least one moment of having my body and my system be calm. So instead of being like, ah, okay, cold, rah, cold, rah, ah, okay, you know, like that's not calming to my system. That's like freaking myself out, you know? So sometimes I have to sort of psych myself up to do that. But then when I get in there, I'm just like, okay. One, like whether it's just one, it can't be a breath cause I'm underwater, but like one pause, one moment, one heartbeat of like calm of just like, okay, I am, I'm cold. This is a fascinating, fascinating experience in my body. It's like, what a, what a, what a, sen- what a sensory wild place. And I'm okay. Like, and I just let my nervous system sort of settle into that. And then I jump out and then I can, you know, freak out or whatever. But like at least that moment, what I've found is is that sometimes it's just like it literally is like, you know, half of a beat, you know. And sometimes I can sort of hang out and be like, okay, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. And then it becomes, you know, longer and longer. And I don't think there's any... I really want to avoid this place. There's this whole thing in sort of like the men's movement of like the longer you're in cold water, the better man you are, you know, like I can sit in cold water for 17 and a half minutes without my, you know, whatever it is, which is great. Like that, you know, honoring that. And like, that's not what it's about for me. And I don't, and I, I want to get, I want to be careful about like dancing up that treadmill. I, for me, it's about training and practicing being uncomfortable. And that that is a, just a simple place of just turning the cold shower on for a moment having a calm moment and then moving about your day, I think is a great place to start or other little moments among discomfort. So I'm curious, are there other ways that you, that you practice that or like how, how do you get better at it?
1: Yeah, I think, um, cold water is an easy one that I I really like also. Um, whether it's the hose or my shower or the same, like I, I, work these kids camps up in Snoqualmie pass and there's a Creek there that I always jump in in the mornings when I'm working. um, which I just really like, but also, I mean, there's a couple, a couple of them that I, that come to mind for me immediately. I I have a, I go to the chiropractor and my appointments at the chiropractor are, uh, I go every week and, uh, they're, they're not delicate. They're oftentimes almost always involve him digging on like with his elbows on like my forearms, I have issues with my forearms or my, my calves. And, uh, if you can imagine somebody pushing their elbow into different points on your calf pretty hard. Um, it's it's very intense, but it uh, it makes me do that where I, I'm sitting and I'm breathing, focusing on my breath, trying to calm my body, trying to literally relax the muscle that he's pushing on. Um, and as I'm doing it, I'm telling myself, you know, it's similarly to the cold water, although – they're different in certain sorts of ways, but I'm telling myself like, this is good for me. You know, I'm kind of, because like you said, before I do it, I'm kind of mentally preparing myself like, okay, this is going to be uncomfortable, but this is going to be good for me. And so as it's happening, I'm, I'm saying that it's, you know, reminding myself how good it is for me. And that, uh, two thoughts come from that. Also in a, almost a bigger picture is, um, one, I, I almost, it, like I just thought of this a second ago and this I almost I'm curious about this is as I think of the different things that I do this with breath like and and I you know I've done yoga and been involved with yoga so it's so interesting where breath seems to play and and calming your breath which is you know calming your heart rate and all sorts of things physiologically that go into that but breath seems to play such a vital role in all the different ways that I um calm myself in those uncomfortable moments. So, so I'm curious about that. And and that seems really interesting. And then the other point I wanted to make is, uh, I thought about this before is it's people, I feel like in uncomfortable moments or before things have a tendency to be, and and I do this too. And I guess I'm just acknowledging that maybe I've noticed a lot of people doing this, including myself is I think there's a tendency sometimes to go into an experience and be like, you know i'm going to crush this this is going to be easy like and and i think sometimes that doesn't even give the best it doesn't actually prepare you as well as you know because if you tell your if you tell yourself or if i tell myself i'm going to crush this this is going to be easy i'm just going to walk through this experience and then you get into it and it actually sucks for a time there's a period where it sucks. It's almost like I didn't prepare myself as well as I could have for that experience, if that makes sense, instead of being like, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to give it my all, but there's going to be moments in this experience where it's really difficult. Almost like telling myself, instead of telling myself, this is going to be easy, I'm going to coast through this, I'm the greatest of all time. It's like, okay, no, a little bit more like I'm going to do this and I'm really stoked to do this and I'm going to put all my energy in, but there's going to be hardship and there's going to be some uncomfortability prepare. Like you said, and it's like you said earlier, it's almost like prepare for that. Be ready for the fact that with as I go on this run, yeah, for sure. I'm going to crush it. That's my mentality. But also there's going to be a point during this run where m- my calves start to hurt or, you know, I'm feeling the cardio or wh- whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. It's going and to it's be like, uncomfortable. Yeah. It's going to be uncomfortable. And like, Telling myself that, at least for me, I can only speak for my own experience. But telling myself that actually really helps my me prepare for the experience because then it's not like I don't know. I, I found when I was younger, and and other pe- I have talking to other people who've had the same experience. It's like when I told myself, "Oh, I'm going to crush this. It's going to be easy." And then it wasn't. It's like, oh man, I wasn't prepared for this. I thought I was gonna, I thought I was gonna ace this whole experience. <laughs> Where by <laughs> telling myself, like, okay, I am going to ace this, but I'm going to overcome hardship. So be ready when that hardship shows up, when I'm on this run or, you know, when I'm under the water, it's going to be really fucking cold. And like, I'm going to have to push. There's going to be a point where I have to push through that uncomfortable spot. And so I don't know. It kind of goes back to what you said earlier, where I think it's really important for us to prepare ourselves by like acknowledging the fact that there will be uncomfortability and hardship because sometimes I found at least for myself, you people just, I I didn't, just didn't do that as much and it didn't serve me.
0: Yeah. There's a, there's, yeah, no worries. There's a place of, of, um, I, um, you know, the psychology of expectation, you know, just of, of preparing Mm -hmm. yourself for like, and, 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 and like you said, the perspective on things. And I think that like, you know, go like the, the place of, well, learn just by definition, learning is uncomfortable because if if you only ever did things that you were good at or knew how to do then mm-hmm. you know like you would never learn anything you just do the stuff you do so like when you learn something there's there is there is discomfort right and so that just has to be and so we so it's like getting good at it is really useful and like going on a run knowing that like if you if, if when I am able to get into the mentality of one curiosity you know so like just being willing to like when i get in the water i'm like okay I'm like, I'm like, I just want to be with the sensation that shows up, you know, of like, okay, let me instead, you know, like just be really, really curious about, okay, what does it feel like to be in freezing cold water? Like, wow, that is, that is a wild sensation. Like that is really, wow, that stings. And it's, you know, like my cock shrivels up and like, whoa, like this is burning. And like, you know, just whatever. Like, and I'm just like, this is wild. And just being like curious instead of like freaking out. And then, Also, just being like, okay, so when that hard moment comes, like that's 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 like why you do it. It's like your body is saying, like, here is here is you on the edge of your current capability, and so now we're going to step into this territory where you're actually gaining strength, stamina, whatever it might be. And so the body signal is like, like, yeah, my calves are you know, my calves are working, or like my lungs are working, and like, like, instead of being like, oh my god, like why am I not able to breathe right now? It's like, well, cause you're running like, yeah. you know, like that's, that's, the, that's the, that's the point, yeah. you know? And so it's like, that's yeah. a signal of like, yeah, now I'm doing what I actually was here to do. And then just like working through that is, is like, is really meaningful. Um, I feel like I want to share just a story when you were talking about the elbow thing. I, I just, I feel there's a couple different pieces there. Um, when I was 18, uh, my dad died. And I had been—I was a hockey player, and so you know, like you, an athlete, and you know, I had been training, and and I wasn't the most talented kid, and so I I learned to that I had to really work hard. So I went into—I got into the weight room, and I was—I was pumping it, like I was—I was in, you know, I was a strong little little dude, big dude, and um, you know, and then my my dad died, um, and my mom sent me to this grief recovery workshop, which I'm, you know, interestingly, I'm curious why I was open to it and available for it, but it was really alternative. And so we did this whole, like, get into, you know, what I now understand is like a trance state, you know, an activity to get into a trance state. um, And then we would do rebirths and we would do all kinds of stuff. For me, they, um, they took their elbow and like dug it into my thigh and just like, like grinded my thigh and my butt and it hurt like crazy. I mean, I was a, I was like a strong dude, you know, like I was like weight room guy, you know, tough and all this kind of stuff and like strong. And they just went right into those muscles that were so tight. And I started crying and I, and I still feel the awareness of, um, the, the fear, the, the tears were not the pain, the physical pain. It was all of the emotion, all of the, all of the like, energy coming out of my muscles into, out into the world. And, and I have to say, like, I, I really, um, um, you know, I stopped working out after that and I started doing yoga, uh, because I realized like, I don't want to trap emotions in my body. And I realized that they were, that they were in there. Um, and so that was really meaningful for me. And then I've also learned, you know, to be in that place of, um, you know, when I, when someone does deep, a deep muscle massage, what I've learned to do is like, I want to be able to really be calm. And there's times when I've been like,
1: yeah, like get in there
0: and jam my thigh and like, like the harder, the, you know, the tougher, the better it is. And, um, and I, that's me. That was me for a long time. And then, um, and I've learned for myself that, that it's too hard. There, there's a point where I can't relax. And, and my system is geared up so much for that experience that I, that I, that I, that I, that I can't do it. And so I did this therapy called Bowen therapy, which was literally like just touching, like, like the dude, it was like massage, but it was like just literally touching. It was like the opposite of, of like the total intensity. It was so gentle. And the idea I think was to just allow the nervous system to settle and to be right with, uh, you know, like right with the movement. And so, you know, not one right or wrong, but just for mm-hmm. me, I'm noticing like that, that, um, that place of want of, of, of yes, like relaxation, settling in, being uncomfortable, gearing myself up, setting my expectation, and then really allowing that calm to be there on so many different levels in, in the discomfort, in the discomfort that feels really crucial.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And as a, just a first thought I, I, uh, my mom, says this And certain different spiritual practices tend to believe, including my chiropractor, that uh, you store memories in deep muscle tissue. Uh, I've been told that on multiple different occasions. So, uh, yeah. No, I, I find that really interesting almost every time I, I, I hear it and look into it. But, um, yeah. I, the, I, I mean, I'll just say I experienced it when I was
0: 18. And I know, it, like I was like, wow. Like a visceral, yeah. physical experience of that was like,
1: holy shit. Yeah, keep going. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think all of that is, is so, so on point And I, you know, it's interesting, almost like we're saying here, one of the things that seems to be coming up is like the, I mean, obviously the stepping into uncomfortability is very much like a mental exercise and, and ordeal, but there's also so much, you know, like almost like we're talking about is it's so tied to our physiological existence also, you know, like talking about the breathing or talking about you know, how we store these memories and all these different things. And, um, yeah, it just makes me wonder if like, what almost like, like one of the things that seems like we're talking about here is like, how do you prepare? How do we prepare? How do I prepare myself for uncomfortability? And, it, you know, it feels like the answer for that is like on so many different levels, you know, it's not just like mentally preparing myself, but also like physically preparing myself, emotionally, spiritually preparing myself. Um, which I guess all that is to say, is not an easy thing necessarily, but that there are strategies and techniques and I won't claim to know all of them certainly, but there are definitely things that make it easier, you know, whether that's, you know, telling myself that, you know, beforehand that it's going to be uncomfortable and that that is really why I'm here, you know, is so that I can push through that or, you know, the act of breathing and, and, and literally physically calming myself, um, And so again, I don't claim to have all the answers, but that there are ways to make this a lot easier.
0: Right. Uh, And I think for me, I mean, it's funny. I remember being in yoga classes so long and I would, you know, you know, the teacher would put you in a yoga pose and then be like, breathe. And I was always like, fuck, breathe. Like my fucking thigh hurts, you know, like, fuck, like breathe. Like you're so like, breathe. And I'm like, oh my God, your calmness is like pissing me off. And so then that was a whole practice of like figuring out what was going on and why I was so mm-hmm. mad about that. Mm-hmm. You know, but like you're right, the breath is so is so crucial. And the thing that I think is interesting about is like as I think about like how do how do we how do people how do how have I gotten good at discomfort? You know, it feels like the place to start it can just be so simple, you know, of just like a moment in the shower or like brushing your teeth with your opposite hand. You know, mm-hmm. instead of your main, instead of your main hand, like you've talked about so much, like using your left foot or your off foot in soccer, you know, and like that kind of training, you know, it's like, it's, it's awkward and it's difficult and it's, you know, but like in going through our day, you know, you can like, um, you know, do the dishes with the opposite hand or, you know, just like take three breaths and, and feel it. Like it doesn't, you know, I, I feel like the practice doesn't have to be complicated at first, mm-hmm. but that it can just build. And what happens is, is that what I find is that, is that as I start really simple, then it, then it starts to build and I start to build some competence and some confidence and some, you know, ability to say, okay, so I am learning how to stick in hard in hard moments in tough places. And, and, you know, just with myself and then, you know, then starting to expand that out into relationships and, you know, in places like that. So I'm, I, i would love to go that direction. Just, um, I, I suppose that, you know, the, I had an, um, a friend of mine shared a story about, um, a friend of, a friend of theirs who, who had a, who had a child, a a middle school kid who committed suicide. And, and so my, my friend, um, found themselves like not, didn't want to go to the funeral. Um, and, and, and it was because they had, they had done a huge amount of work with themselves and were like able to be with all the feelings and the intensity of this massive tragedy. Right. And what they knew was that if they went to the funeral, what was going to happen there was people were, were, were not going to be able to be in that place. And then it was just going to be a giant drinking festivity, you know, so like everyone would just, uh, you know, I don't know the details of it all, but like it would just end up everybody drinking and not actually you know, not able to actually be in the, in the moment of like dealing with this like really provocative, important, I know your cousin, you know, just died of a, of an overdose um, or your cousin's friend or it's, you know, and so like, and, and that that's, you know, that there's this intensity of death and of tragic death. And what, and what, and what my friend was just reflecting was like how, how they felt so good about, about holding that space of being able to be, you know of being able to feel that and absorb that and learn and 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 dive into it. And my reflection to them was to say like that's amazing and you know I think my hope is is that we're able to get to a place where where I you know I go to a funeral and everyone there is able to is able to is able to be in the discomfort of that. Now that's a pretty high level of discomfort, right? I mean there's a certain mm-hmm. space where it's like that's pretty intense. And like this is tra- it's it's tragic. This middle school kid, a middle school, yeah, it's crazy. girl, commits suicide. You know, like what in the fuck is going on in our world that that like that that is happening? And we have got to be able to sit in the stew, in the discomfort, in the sadness, in the grief, in the anger, in the disbelief, in the absolute muck and mire of that situation, and go like what you know it's not about finding solutions it's about being willing to sit together and be and 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 allow that to be there and like sink into us and so that and so that and so that we're able to like then step into into the world you know and do something different so for me like you know we, we you know i feel like you know it's like you know like we can just say, oh, yeah, it's important to, you know, get this, you know, uncomfortable so that you can get, you know, use your left foot better. Or you can, like, you know, learn more or whatever. Like, yes. And I think it's really essential for, like, it seems simple, but it actually is massively profound. Because, like, in any relationship, in any connection, in any situation, being able to sit and be in that that uncomfortable, hard place is Actually, really beautiful and powerful and profoundly meaningful.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I'm I'm so sorry to hear about that. Um, Thank you, but yeah, I just do want to send like love and care to the to the family and everyone
0: involved in that. Yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. But no, I mean that's that's uh, you know a a great as sad as it is a great example of like why you know, this is worthwhile and even like a bigger sort of sense. Like, yeah, you know, you know, like we, even we were saying earlier, like building that mental fortitude or making like, why, why, you know, what's like the big picture reason why. And it's because, you know, as, as I hear about that and like, you know, imagine this, this funeral in my head, um, the person who's able to sit there in and really feel the, Discomfort of the moment and like actually sit in it is going to be, in my opinion, a lot more capable of providing support for people who are there. You know, it's like um, it just makes me think of Jordan Peterson has this idea of, um, you know, growing up and becoming an adult and, and, and you know, working on yourself so that. And one of the things he says is like so that you can be the most supportive person at, you know, your parents one of your parents or their, their funeral so that you can be there and you're not in pieces that you can be the one that other people lean there. That you can be the other people's shoulder to cry on. I can be other people's shoulder to cry on. Um, and I, I think, yeah, I think maybe the easiest way to say it is like those other people and everybody has their way, way of coping and, and, and that's okay. And, 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 different, and just, I try and acknowledge too, people are at different points in their life or lives, you know, maybe in the next life though get to that point, but that you're not really going to be very supportive to the people. Around. If anything, like sitting there and drinking copious amounts of alcohol is like going to encourage others to do the same. And, and again, that, that's such a tragic thing where I, you know, if a parent says they just need to numb out for a little bit, like, you know, I guess I'm, I'm not going to judge them for it, but I do think sitting in it is going to allow you to, 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 I don't know, be the support and, and, and I would say it would allow you to intake the moment. It would allow me to intake the moment in all of its depth so that I can take that, learn from it in like, as all the lessons that can be learned from it, or at least that I could learn from it and, and use it in the rest of our lives. You know, it's so funny. I feel like there are times where we have these really significant moments that are like so provoking in all these different ways. And, you know, I could have those moments and then for whatever reason, two weeks later, I'm like not even thinking about it at all. Like it's, you know what I mean? I just like you move on from it. I move on from it and people tend to do that. And there's nothing, that's just the way people are. But also I think if we can, like we want to learn from mo especially something that's that significant. Like you want to take that and you want to not make it change everything about who you are, but like, you know, reflect on that and, and take the perspective or to whatever change in perspective that I get from that. And like, don't forget it almost. And that seems like such a simplistic way to say it, but like have that be something in the back of your mind. That's a motivator for the, the next things you do. Like, you know, if you want to help people, like let that be the fuel that allows you to, to go and, and help people. And I just think if, if I'm just numbing myself out, I think I'm removing my capacity to do that. A little bit, and and if we all do that, then oh, our lot, ability to support, yeah, a lot of bit, and so then, you know, the difference between all of us doing that, but and and all of us, you know, sitting in the uncomfortability of it and like talking and like, oh my god, like this is such a big deal, and you know, how can we do something about this? How can I do something about this? Is like. I don't know the, the, the difference between the two and those are, you could be some people could be somewhere in between, but the difference between those two ends of the spectrum, you know, is, is massive and, and the amount of support that could be given, like, you know, it's just, it's just so stark, starkly different.
0: Right. Yeah. And, and, and to me, it feels like it's a, uh, you know, the the way to honor the life and the way to honor the death and the way to honor the, the, the situation, which is, you know, to some extent you could say, you know, just like life happens, you know, and this kind of thing happens and we can wish it didn't and we can want it to go away, but it, but, but, you know, situations happen and then we just be with them and sit with them and it sounds kind of trite, but I actually think it's incredibly deep and meaningful because then in that discomfort of sitting and like you're saying, supporting self, supporting others and being together in the morning to be together in the questions rather than each of us having to do it alone and allowing different levels of understanding and grief and, you know, dances with it. Um, that, that, that is like, that to me is sitting in the place of just of, of deep listening and deep honoring and like a humble bow to life and death and then allowing what emerges to emerge, you know, like really allowing the curiosity. It's almost like being in the water and just instead of like freaking out or instead of it, you know, it, it, Having it need to be a certain experience, actually just being like, "Wow, okay, this is there's a lot of sensation right here. (laughs) Like, there's a lot of sensation. There's sound. There's feeling. If I open my eyes, there's sight. There's my, you know, there's my body's reaction. There's the reaction of the water. There's gratitude. There, you know, there's just so there's so much there. And if I can just be open to it and allow it to emerge, it's really, I think, like for me, that's you know, the same as sitting at the funeral." Um, just with, with the presence and curiosity and, and all the feelings, all the, you know, and then, and then just see like, okay, so what comes of this now? You know, what, where do we go from here? And I I don't know that we need answers because there's not like a, like, if we do this, then here's, what's going to happen. Like, it's not, it's not that it's like, you know, this beautiful bow to the mystery and the emergence of, of life in some way. Yeah. Mm. I'm, 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 I'm curious about, you know, the, the, the place of, I mean, um, you know, inviting of, 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 of you know, how, what is it, what is it that allows people to step you, me to step into, um, moments like that or what, what makes it, what's, why is that hard? Like, what is it? you know what are the what are the things that prevent us from so easily stepping into the uncomfortable places whether it be you know the funeral which is a really high level high stakes big emotion here, right but like you know your invitations for people to like enter into conversations that are you know that are that are about life or death or you know fears or whatever it might be and there's some resistance in stepping in there you know like i'm i'm curious of what does it take I might say like in the field, if that's, you know, like, like what does it take? What, what makes things a safe, what, what would make it safer for, um, provided people have some skill to be able to do it. You know, there's a self, there's a, there's a personal part of it of like, I got to do my work, but then there's also a contextual part of it of stepping into a a setting that is safe or something. You have thoughts about that?
1: Yeah, I think, at least my, my initial thought is like understanding how it like is just a piece of your, I, I don't know, like taking a big picture perspective is maybe my first, the first thing that comes to mind It's like, how is it that this specific action that you're thinking about or, or that I'm thinking about, how is it that it relates to everything I'm trying to do in my life because they all do, you know, it's like me joking in our our, like men's group about how like me eating a carrot is me saving, you know, like being my best self. That's me like achieving, you know, taking a step towards achieving all the things I want to achieve in my life. It's just like me eating eating a carrot.
0: carrot, It's healthy. It's good. It's healthy. Eating eating onions, is not so.
1: Exactly. It's, it's making me a healthier person. Me being my healthiest self is, is you know, fundamental to all these other things that I want to do in my life. So it's like, you know, me eating that carrot is, is me winning a soccer game. That is, and even that is like small picture compared to like all these other things I want to do in my life. Right. So, uh, but I I think almost like, how is it that this specific task, like put it, fit it in, in relation to you know, my, my big picture goals for life and like understanding that as small as the task might be, it is important. And it is a step, even if a small one towards all the things that I want to be in my life and away from all the things that I don't want to be in my life. And it makes me think of, I brought him up twice now, but Jordan Peterson has this five-year plan where he talks about you know, who could you be in five years? And what would that look like if you did everything, every single thing that you wanted to do over the next five years, who could you be? And then on the other end of the spectrum, like if you didn't, if you just sat and you ate funyuns and played video games or whatever your vices are, some of my vices are people's vices are, excuse me. What would that look like? You know, like what does it look like for your life to descend into as hellish a situation as it possibly could? And, you know, having those two things and then looking at them and reminding myself, everything that I'm doing is like, I'm always gaining ground or losing it. Like I'm working towards one of those or the other and keeping the, like, I don't know, a vivid image of those two versions of of myself in my mind and reminding myself that like, you know, and it's not always going to be perfect. Like, you know, you've got to have some fun. I get that. But, reminding myself all the time that I'm working towards one of those two things. And obviously it's all in my own in people's own, like it's like definition. It's all you, I have created it myself. It's like, this is me, me at my best self in my own opinion, me at my worst self in my own opinion. It's not like, Oh, shoulda, woulda, coulda. It's like, no, I am telling myself I should do this and that my life is better if I do this. And so keeping that big picture mindset and going everything I'm doing, like me sitting in this cold water is me working towards this version of myself and away from this version of myself. And I know I've already said, I've already written down, I've already acknowledged to myself which one I want to do. So then the question becomes in that individual moment, why am I working, like, why am I not doing that? Or why am I, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. Okay. Telling what, myself, what is it that this... I, why is I'm working against myself? Yeah, why, yeah. Like,
0: what is it that's so interesting and challenging about me actually doing the thing I know I want to be doing?
1: Yes. And, and for me, that is helpful in that it's like, when I'm not doing it, it's really easy for me to remind myself to go like, and sometimes, like I said, sometimes it's okay. Sometimes you got to have fun. Like I, I, it's not, everything can be perfect, but, but it is definitely in those moments is a reminder for myself. And it's like, "Ah, I don't know if I want to be doing this or if I am doing the thing, it's like, it's invigorating. It's like, okay, I'm taking steps right now, as basic as they may be. I'm taking the steps towards being my best self. And like, this is what I want to be doing. This is who I want to be. And so I'm going to, you know, use this momentum for the next task and then the next task and then the next task. So I feel like a lot of it comes from just not not thinking about it that way. Just thinking about it. Like, I just want to do this one task and I'm just thinking about this one task and like I'm just going to chill and I'm going to eat Doritos and like that's all I'm thinking about right now. Where if you think about like, okay, if you did that every day for 40 years, where are you going to be? And I just don't – I don't think people – again, even that thought – is the uncomfortability that people don't want to step into I think or then I don't always I get it but right cuz it's cuz it's inconvenient it's like the yeah.
0: inconvenient inconvenient truth yeah. yeah and I and I and I feel like I know you know we've talked about this in, the, in another one of our recordings and you know where it was like you know it's either fun it's either short-term fun versus long-term fulfillment and I just yep, want to yep. keep offering the place around like I think there's also um fun in the long-term fulfillment For sure. you know For like sure. like that it actually it's actually it's not like getting, you know, really drunk and like, you know, like, woo, like that's fun on some. It's not actually fun for me, but it's fun, you know, like it's sort of fun for some people, whatever it is. But there is like having this conversation, being connected, like there is nothing I would rather be doing. Like this is so f- fun and fulfilling and meaningful and awesome. So I, I want to like keep that, you know, I want to keep that sure. torch, that keep that torch there. And Jordan I'm like so curious about like your own journey to finding that place in you that is um um that is uh so aware of the big picture like so aware of like the long term the big picture like at some point you you are able to you are, you have able you've been able to find that and hold it and 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 like bring it alive and so I'm so curious like what is it that you know how did you get to that point
1: Well, I I think it almost, without even realizing it, it was like doing that thing that I just described in my own life, real time. So I I think I always had ideas of like, you know, like a lot of people do is like, this is who I want to be, right? Like that, you know, this thing's the goals that I'm working towards. But I think what really helped me in this way, and again, it's certainly not perfect, but what's, what's helped me frame things in this way was like me slowly, you know, through, my experience with like mental health and, and whatever, all all the details of it, we've gone into a little bit before, but like, um, and so it's all good. I mean, you know, obviously I'm pretty, I'm totally cool with it now, but yeah, but like your is, own
0: really part, there was like a really dark time of your life that was really, really challenging and yeah. really asked everything of you and time when you weren't sure you wanted to be here.
1: Yeah. And, uh, that was me at my worst self or damn as close as I will ever be as close as I will ever be like the, 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 like people don't even think about it necessarily this way. Or I did, I know I certainly didn't, but like the like visceral, like how much pain I caused my family members. Like it's, it's, it's in like, it's incalculable how, how difficult that was for them. Like I've, I've given them some of the worst moments of their lives. And I know I have. And like that, that for a long time, still, still is something that I, I, I
0: I noticed myself just, I totally am with you because I have created some huge messes and, and recently and a long time ago. And I'm trying to be graceful with myself of wanting to, you know, also know that those are really meaningful moments for everybody. Like there's a lot of learning in those. And so I just want, you know, like, like, yes, really challenging I noticed for myself hurting other people is really a wounded, like that's a big wound of mine. Like I don't like hurting other people. Um, and so I just want to honor that, that place and just have some grace
1: with me and you. And but. no, definitely. And, and I've, you know, I've taken a lot of steps to be okay with it. doesn't even seem like the right way, but like come to come to terms with it. But like, I know Forgive, maybe. Yeah. And I just, I know like I, I gave my mom like the worst morning of her life. I know that I did. I know that I did. And like, that's, I I can't forget that even if I wanted to and I don't want to. But like, so so that is me at that end of the spectrum, right? That is knowing how bad, not it can be, but I can be. Like, you know, it's, I, I read a book recently that I've talked about a little bit in here and it's like the, the gulag archipelago. And it's, I think a lot of people and definitely me in the past didn't come to terms with like, we have the potential for so much light and so much good work and, and, and to impact people in such a positive way. But one of the things that book acknowledges is like, we also have the ability to destroy everything around us faster than we realize we could. And, and while rationalizing the whole time that why it's okay or, you know, whatever. And so I think like seeing and and now as I, as I can sit here now and reflect on like my own capacity to hurt those I love in such a real way is like, I don't know, it helps me. And again, I'm not perfect. I do things that I certainly am not always taking steps forward, but like when I am taking steps back, it's easy to be like, okay, that is what I'm moving towards. And I know how, not even how shitty it was for me, how shitty it was for all the people around me. It was like the worst thing I could have done to my loved ones is what I was doing. And so then it's like, that, that makes it for, at least for me, I can only speak from my own experience. That makes it really clear cut. And that doesn't mean I always pick the right decision, but like it's pretty, makes it pretty hard for me to lie to myself about what the right decision is. When I know that, like, you know, that whole talking about that Jordan Peterson five-year plan, it's like, I really know what those versions of myself look like. Like I, I have a, it's not like something I'm imagining. It's like, I remember being there and not just being there, but like the slow slide without even realizing it to get there. Right. And how quickly that actually happens. To get to being suicidal, to get
0: to being so depressed, to get to being just in so much pain.
1: Yeah. And, and causing so much pain. Yeah. Causing so much pain and like, sorry, go ahead.
0: No, I just think one of the amazing things, Jordan, is like, I mean, that, that obviously was a huge experience for you at a young age. And, you know, it's like, I, I could probably tell a similar story about when, after my dad died and, but, you know, just like that, there's something really special about you um, that, it, that it has galvanized the strength in you to be able to be with yourself in a way and bring your voice in a way and bring your being in a way where you where you stand with yourself, even in, the, you know, like you keep inviting us into this, you know, into that vision, into that, into that discomfort, into the, into, you know, discomfort in the most delicious like wonderful way of saying like let's let's like be in the in in the beauty and in the intrigue and in the mystery and in the challenge and in the hard moments of life because that's where meaning is that's where relationship is that's where love is that's where creativity is that's where aliveness is that's where like that's the juicy beautiful amazing part of life and you just are so Beautifully resilient, committed, like you know, stubborn in like the most awesome way of like this. Like I am, I like this is me bringing my truth to the world, and 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 I and I know it in my in my bones that like this is who I want to be, and this is what like these are. This is the this is what I want to offer to the world. I mean, it is really. Um, amazing that you, you know, and, and I'm so grateful to know you just because you've gotten to this place where you bring it, man, you bring it.
1: Yeah. I mean, like I said, it, it's funny with, with all those things that we've talked about here in perspective, it's like, I just can't imagine being any other way. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, um, yeah, maybe we wrap it up there and just say like, what a, what a beautiful dive into discomfort you know, and, and just like the, and, and for me it's, 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 um, you know, like there's, I don't think there's solutions or there's like, well, okay, well we got it. Like we got, you know, we got it, but, but just being in the conversation of like exploring these ideas, thinking about it, feeling it, you know, the, 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 the dance of being able to be with both, you know, my own personal work of finding my own way towards moments of discomfort. And then I do at some point want to keep exploring that idea of like, how do we, you know what is, what are the what are the bigger contexts of like what makes what makes um what makes places safe to to you know like how how do we keep inviting people in because there's something that's not working because it's it's like we got to do our personal work for sure and there's a lot of con- there's a lot of you know classrooms are not particularly safe places for asking questions let alone like being emotional or you know being vulnerable um, you know, like and so what what, where are the safe places and how do we start to create
1: them, I think is a conversation
0: for another time. But um any last thoughts you got for today?
1: No, I I appreciate us doing this and uh yeah, no, it's good. This is gonna make me this is gonna make my day better and more uncomfortable and I love it. Love it. All right, my friend. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely thank you for having me. Whew. How
0: about a nice, deep breath? And how about one of those deep breaths with that beautiful, calm body? Let's please keep practicing being uncomfortable. It makes a huge, huge impact. It makes an impact on you. It makes an impact on your people. It makes an impact on the world. I promise, I promise that as you practice, you will feel different and grow your ability to hang in life's amazing, beautiful, places, and just like Jordan has done and shown. So let us please, at this point, send love and blessings to all those people, all those families, all those beings impacted by suicide, by death, by life. The ones that we have mentioned, the ones that are beyond where we have mentioned. Let us please sing a deep song of care and protection to all those known and unknown dealing with difficulty, dealing with death and life. And please let us find our way, our way to be connected. And so with a deep bow, a deep bow of gratitude for listening, thank you for your presence here and beyond. And there are other episodes about discomfort, including an upcoming solo episode about how to get yourself started with a practice. Please do check it out. And until next time, take good care. Please, 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 yes, let us take good care.